calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast number 99. Oh, it's so close. Podcast 100 is so close. Oh, you can yeah, the hear sirens, the sirens. They started again. Exactly. It's all <laughs> kicking off. We're in the IGN bunker. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, yes, this podcast comes live to you from, well, the, the Riot Zone in London. Uh, and I'm joined by Daniel Krupler. Hello. Uh, Chris Tilly. Hello. Tom Butler. Hello. And the ultimate hoodie of them all, Stuart Reed. Hello. How's it going, Luther? All right, thank you. Yeah. One of my friends is called Luther. That's his surname. Really? Most unfortunate this time of year, isn't it? Yeah. Lord Luther. Ah. Yeah. Have, you ever, all... have you ever looted anything? No. 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 Have no. you stolen anything from a shop? Yeah. I bet you, I bet everybody, I bet you like nicked something from Woolworths. Like maybe a penny sweet or something. Yeah. yeah. No. Never? No. You've, like, you must have had a cheeky pick and mix without paying for it. No. <laughs> Even in Sainsbury's, when you buy grapes, you don't have a grape before you no, pay, pay for No, all those it. grapes you eat of mine today, you ate of mine today, they're all paid for. Really? Wow. We don't condone stealing. No. No, we don't. You see, I, was, I sent a picture around earlier in the week of the looter who'd stolen a loot from a uh, <laughs> musical instrument store. Oh, I that was that. brilliant. I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hard. You didn't get that. No. <laughs> if, you know, if you know what a loot is, it's, uh, yeah, it's a medieval instrument. But uh, yeah, this kid had taken it. I'm not sure what do you what know what? Do I thought it. that was actually a Photoshop. No, it's real. Is it was it? screen capped yeah. off Sky News or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. But um, we did actually have a couple of people email us asking if we were okay. So we're all okay. Well, yeah, it's, it's in the feedback. So um, yeah. yeah. We will Thanks come to that. that later on. Yeah. So this week's podcast... Apart from Kilby, he's been burnt out. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he, was he, was, he was raided. He's taken it upon himself to take vengeance to the street. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's out there. Just in his pants. If you see a very docile, angry man, it'll be Kilby. Yeah. After sleep. Anyway, this week's podcast, we're going to obviously talk about the news, about which games are coming up, and obviously we'll uh, drop in a few more bits of piece about Podcast 100. Ooh. But first, we've been up to something to... Ex- oh, God. Keep going. But first, we've been up to some exciting stuff. Chris, you went to the Big Chill and discovered... <laughs> I discovered that Kanye West is a bit of a knob. <laughs> Fucking hell, as if you didn't know that already. Yeah, it's not really well, a discovery. Well, I guess he is, but I quite liked his music. I was still prepared to enjoy the gig, and it was just rubbish. Right. He, he kept everyone waiting for about 40 minutes, and then he came on, and then he didn't sing any of his hits for ages. And then he just went on a 10-minute rant. He, what, he didn't S- sing over his tits for ages? I, that's what I heard. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. <laughs> And he, t- he compared himself to Hitler at one stage, Harry, saying how I, hated he is. 
And well, stop being a dick. He started moaning about the fact that he hadn't won the MTV Video Music Award in 2006 and that Justice had won it instead. Oh, <laughs> it's like, mate, get over it. Oh, my God. Wow. You've probably paid quite a lot of money to come here and entertain these people. Yeah. Get over yourself. People are booing him. Good. So, I see, I, do you know what? I, I thought his music in the early days was all right, but then I just, I've got no time for him whatsoever. Yeah, he's be- become obsessed with that vocal thing. Vocoda. Vocoda. Auto-tune. I thought his last album was good, but... Um, yeah, I, from all accounts, he's a bit of a... What, was, yeah, the, what was the name of his last album? Uh, my Dark, Twisted, Beautiful Rolling Fantasy. Stones said that was their album of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but the Rolling Stones are ancient. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. Turn yeah, so I'm, I'm <laughs> <missed>, it down. <laughs> I missed last week's because of the big chill, but aside from that, it's a very nice festival. Right. I recommend it. It was like Glastonbury, but without any of the hassle or stress. That's I good. heard it wasn't very busy. No. Actually, that's my, why there wasn't too much hassle or stress. Yeah. I think it was only about two-thirds full. Right. But it just made it easy to get around and easy to park and camp, and it was very pleasant. Yeah. Cool. Pleasant festival. Festivals that's are nice. so middle class now, aren't they? Exactly. It made yeah. it easy to park and camp. I think there were more kids than adults there. Lots of toddlers running around. Did you have yeah. your chakras aligned in the healing field? What? <laughs> 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 A look of confusion there. Uh, what about you, Daniel? Um, I've been hanging out with John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking yeah. about video games. Yeah, yeah. Sharing you, your have you ever met John Favreau? Yeah, he's a nice guy. I met him at Comic Con. He yeah, came he's... to our IGN party. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. Is he a gamer then? Yeah, it turned out he was. Uh, midway through our interview, I was talking to him about why he didn't shoot Cowboys and Aliens in 3D, and then I passed him my 3DS and he started playing, having a little go on the Ocarina of Time. Because your questions were so dull. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched him play for about 10 minutes. And we've, all got, uh, it, we've got it all on film. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's a big fan of the game. He played it back in the day, but he couldn't remember what system it was on. But right. he, he knew there was a musical instrument of, involved. And he started, That's good. There is a clue in the name, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he started, um, he started talking about how um, the horse riding was similar to, to the horse play in Cowboys and Aliens. And yeah, so great stuff. There you go. That sounds good. Yeah, Yeah, so he's doing guest editor spot next Wednesday, so we'll have a bunch of videos from him. Did he say anything about Avengers? Lots of stuff about Avengers, except that he hasn't read the script, even though he's executive producer, and it's started filming. Wow. I don't like that. Yeah. Isn't that an exec producer's job? Aren't they executive producer because they don't actually really have to do anything? They just get their name on there. Yeah, just introduce people. Yeah. Chris, you look really disappointed. Yeah. Well, it just makes me hate Hollywood. Yeah. I'm executive producer, but I've not read the script of the film that I'm executive producing. But do you need to if you're executive producing? Is that what, I mean, do you well, need to get involved? it depends how involved you are as level. an executive producer, because I know some that do lots of work and then others that are just there in name, mm. I guess, and it's out of politeness that they're given a credit. I guess it's because his involvement from Ironman that's got him the executive producer credit, because... I guess he, possibly his his t- he set the tone for yeah. how Marvel well, films should be made. His name was originally in the hat for the yeah, Avengers. Yeah. yeah, the hat is that one of the, uh, the directing hat? Yeah. The, the sorting hat. Yeah. the sorting hat they use at um, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> David Yates again. So yeah, podcast 100 is just a couple of weeks away. Uh, Tom, what can we announce this week? 
this week, um, so obviously it's, we all know it's happening at the 100 Club, and yes. if you want to get involved, you need to send your name, uh, date of birth, and a reason why we should invite you down to UKComps at IGN.com. Uh, the guest list is pretty much nearly full, but we're still taking entries, so um, yeah. keep sending them. We haven't sent any inv- email invites out yet, yeah. but there's still some news to come. Uh, I can now announce that the evening's entertainment after the podcast and various other bits of entertainment is going to be provided by Nintendo Disco. Exciting. Exciting. I don't know if you, if you haven't heard of Nintendo Disco, they're the UK's biggest gaming club night. Uh, they do play like uh, 8-bit, chiptune, um, Nintendo music, all, all sorts of stuff. Um, and they also v- uh, VJ as well. So they have, um, they VJ somehow with consoles and have vision mixes and stuff going while they play the consoles. Right. So it's it's really cool. So uh, yeah, looking forward to having them there on the night. Absolutely. Will they, will they play any Kesha? Uh, for Dan, they probably will. Yeah. 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 Um, It'd be nice to get Dan doing a bit of rapping up there. Wouldn't it? Do you think? Yeah. Get Keza rapping. I thought Keza was an amazing rapper. Yeah. Oh, God. This is from the off-site meeting yeah. where we did our Summer Spectacular. Yeah, she was incredible. She's incredible. Yeah. There yeah. is footage of that. Somebody yes. filmed it. Alex Wee. filmed it. Oh, wicked. You've got it, have you? I've got lots of it. I've discovered on what my What did she sing? She sang Eminem, Eminem uh, Without uh, Me. Uh, yeah. It would be so it. empty. It was pretty terrifying yeah. slash amazing. It was, yeah. I'm yeah. very scared of her. Yeah. Yeah. She shanked me. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I'm actually now still speechless. <laughs> I think our rendition, the whole, the, the, the rendition of uh, Take That's Never Forget will go down in history. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Also, I think the building structure is probably uh, left a bit wanting now after our ear-splitting <laughs> screams. It was, uh, anyway. I, I felt sorry for the American people queuing up at the reception desk to complain about the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Happen, also, yeah. I, think, I think Chris deserves a special mention for his duet with Kev Guy. What did you see in Chris first? Uh, do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> anyway, right, uh, on with the podcast and this week's news. Uh, Tom, you've got the first bit of news. Uh, yes, Nintendo, uh, obviously we all knew that the 3DS price drop was coming and it has happened. It's happened today. Uh, it looks like... Um, Is that today, tomorrow or yesterday? Oh, sorry, it happened on Thursday. So, um... Oh, obviously, in the UK, we don't have an RRP for the 3DS, um, so it's always down to the uh, the, the retailers to, to fight it out. It uh, looks like Tesco have pretty much um, beaten everyone to it, and they've dropped theirs to £115. Right. Um, so you can pick up the console for £115, and that's, that's off. That's a big drop, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's come down from like 220 at maximum that some people yeah. were paying for it, yeah. Uh, Morrison's have got it for 120 Sainsbury's have got it for 140 uh, GameStop UK have it for 135 So, um, yeah. I mean, it's a great deal for yeah. people who haven't picked up a 3DS. When is the official price drop happening? So there isn't one for the UK, but like I said, it's, it's done N- by Nintendo, the retailers. Yeah, Nintendo got stung for kind of setting uh, the, the kind of prices in the UK. Yeah, so now they leave it. It's the same with when have you seen 3DS what, was... Have you seen what's happened in the States with Walmart dropping the price? No. They've dropped the price ahead of the official um, price drop. So if you pick up um, a 3DS at the moment, you can still get in- inducted into the Ambassador program. Oh, really? So you get a cheap 3DS and all the free stuff as well. Wow. Uh, right. right, okay. So yeah, I don't know how that works in the UK. Probably doesn't happen. But is, this, is this going to kickstart sales? I, I hope so, yeah. I mean, th- they've also announced that there's a red version of the console coming right. in... Um, Flame red. Uh, that will. That's in North <laughs> America. Oh, red everything. console. Uh, yeah, but also I think... Uh, games will. If this, yeah, it's the games... Um, Mario. Yeah, I, th- I think it needs a good Mario right now. And uh, Don't we all? <laughs> but we've played Mario 3D Land and... Uh, yeah. Oh. I liked it. I really liked it. I, I, I'm, uh, personally, I'm over Mario. Right. A little bit. 
It would insp- it would inspire me to, to go and get one definitely. <laughs> <laughs> just, just dunking in his little tusk mouth. But we were talking. About- <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> but we we were talking yesterday as well about all the other stuff you're supposed to be able to do with it, like like you know hook up with Sky and watch 3D programs and movies and stuff. None of that's happened yet. Well, I mean, come on, pull your finger out. Well, it's taken a while to to roll out, but these things will come, and uh, I still think this it's not in danger of being a problem. But if if it is cheap now and everyone picks up, bring. Podcast 100 because yes. we'll have ours there. Yeah, it will be do some street passing. You'll be able to play as at games. And Get armies. Get armies. Yeah, I like Stuart. Stuart's is particularly oh, accurate. Thanks, that does mate. make you look yeah. about 80 though. <laughs> as he says, it's particularly <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, but the, yeah, that's the 3ds price drop. So uh, yeah, let us know if you're going to pick one up, and uh, even if you find better prices than that, send us an email yeah. at ignukfeedback at ign.com. Good chat, Daniel. You're up next. Yeah, Raymond Cox in the States has broken the game score record on Xbox Live. He's gone over 600,000 gamer points. That is ridiculous. <laughs> insane. That's amazing. I basically just I just checked my score and I've got about 20,000. Uh, yeah, which I've is got, pathetic. I've got about 15,000. Eight? Six? Eight? Just eight. Just eight. <laughs> just eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. He's play- to achieve this, he's played over 800 games, including games released in multiple regions. Yeah, because I was going to say, you, if you get a, like a, something that's got the European and it's got different gamer achievements. Yeah, because I know Jim Riley's played um, That's PlayStation Souls. though, isn't it? Yeah, but, se- yeah, several times. Yeah, so, um, but that's an amazing achievement. But that's mm-hmm. how much time that must have taken to... And, and for what? Well, obviously he's been read out in the UK podcast, there which is are. pretty goddamn sweet. Maybe that's what he wanted to achieve. Yeah, so. but um, if you're listening, is it Raymond Cox? Yeah, and go, I'll, go I'll, out and get some sunlight. On Xbox that's Live, a lot. Of, that's a lot of wanking minutes lost as <laughs> to gaming. That's a lot if you yeah. add them up. Well, Maybe he put, does it between kind Maybe, of achievements. Yeah. As or reward. Just as one of the achievement pops up, squeezes one out. <laughs> I'd like to get ranking points for wanking, wanking points. Can the thing is, if you did, if you did, if you did that for long enough, the, the sound of an achievement would just make him come. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Pavlov. Oh God! What? Uh, I'd like to hear what the PlayStation equivalent is. Who's got the most trophies out there? Yeah, or who's wanked the most of PlayStation? Oh. Games? Oh. What? <sighs> anyway, so, Superman, Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of Superman. Everyone saw, I suppose. Don't like it. A bit dark. Yeah. Also, I just don't like the Superman costume. No. And I also I, don't think he looks like Superman. I've, I haven't got a problem with him. I've got a slight issue with the with the costume, with the pleats across the uh, the cape. The cape looks really long as well. It's massive. It's a hazard. Yeah, it's got cuffs on the sleeve. Yeah, he's got little tapered what? cuffs and stuff yeah. like that. It's very there's, fussy. There's a picture of, of him as Clark Kent. On the farm. Okay, I haven't seen that one. It's a bit of a. Uh, so just to uh, describe the photo, it's a very long. Three hair. people stand there, and and the dude. May, may I see that? It, yeah, it's, f- it's from. Um, you should credit whoever it is. The Facebook people that let us use. Man it. of still Facebook. Yeah. Well, does he not wear glasses? It's a paparazzi pic. Ah, uh, I'm sure he will. I was going to say. Uh, does maybe, Clark? No. If he's, he's at home kid, with he his yeah. yeah. If he's at home with his mom, pa. when he's young, Clark Ken, he doesn't wear the right. glasses until he goes to Metropolis, does he? Mm. Such a ridiculous disguise. <laughs> so retarded. But Who yeah, are you under your glasses? Huh? Who are you under your glasses? Are you Solid Snake? Solid Snake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Don't ever do that again. Alex is sort of like the pepperami, you know, the one from the adverts. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> I wear these glasses just to make sure you can't spot who I am. We need to Photoshop that. A bit, a bit of an animal. Um, and uh, yeah, Superman shooting well into 2012, they've said. It started shooting now and it's going to be ongoing. It's a long old shoot. 
Mm. A big one. Well, Zack yeah. Snyder needs time, doesn't he? <laughs> but yeah, I mean... <laughs> Zack Snyder. Yeah, are we confident with the, the costume? I mean, it's still very early stages, but I'm, I'm not digging it. It looks awful. It looks like um, <laughs> Aquaman, you know, with scales and stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, it's got this weird uh, texture, like, almost like a basketball. Uh, but what you're forgetting here is that you're just seeing a still image. Yeah, we don't know yeah, what it's going to look like things. when it's kind of fluid, when it's moving. You know? Yeah. yeah. You look at ev- everyone slagging off the Bane costume and they saw those paparazzi shots of that, but I'm sure in the final film... It'll it make sense, yeah. <laughs> and what about the Catwoman pictures? Yeah, again, it's not really been announced if it's definitely Selena Kyle or Catwoman. Yeah. Well... No ears. There are some other paparazzi shots from side on where you can see her a bit better. Wow. No. She looks <laughs> a bit I'm checking out her tail. <laughs> she, she, she looks a bit better there. What's she got hanging out of her back pipe? That's the bike. That's the motorbike. <laughs> does look like she's got like a broom handle popping out of her. Again, uh, these are on the site if you want to have a look at them. We're linking through to just Jared, these paparazzi pics. But yeah. so she's she, looks on, a, she looks she, a bit better And there. she's on the bat pod, so she's obviously working alongside Batman. Yeah, must yeah. be. Yeah. Nicked Unless it. she's nicked it, yeah. yeah. Well, she could nick it, yeah. yeah. Right, writing in Gotham. She's nicked it and has driven it into a camera. Have <laughs> yeah. we all watched that video? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but it's I've quite heard funny. about it. Those IMAX cameras aren't cheap either. No, are no. <laughs> that's a serious crash. It's not being shot in 3D, is it? No, no. Christopher Nolan, okay. fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't it doesn't like, look much like a Catwoman costume, but no. then again, it's very um, simple. She's been yeah. interviewed about it since MTV spoke to her about it, and she said that for the people that were getting upset, you're only seeing about a tenth of what the costume can do. I don't know what that means, but well, she's got goggles on. Clearly, some sort of te- tech-enhanced goggles. And uh, if you remember, in the last one, uh, there was that bit at the end with Lucius Fox and he, how he used like sonar to yeah. to to see through buildings and stuff. So I reckon we'll probably see something similar yeah. to, to that. Yeah. Um, do we know if uh, Morgan Freeman's in this one? Yeah, I think he is. He yeah. is right. Okay. Uh, Again, it's, I think it's best not to prejudge these things. No, I, I have complete trust in com- Christopher Nolan. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe. But the spe- Do you know, I mean, I know I'm late to the party, but after watching Sucker Punch at the weekend, I'm quite interested now in Superman. Huh? I enjoyed you Sucker must Punch. must be the first what? person out there. I, I thought Sucker Punch was good fun. I, the ending is absolutely terrible, but I think the action sequences are handled well. I think it's beautifully shot. I like it. The thing, the one bit that I loved was the bit where it first sort of kicks off, and there's the giant samurai with yeah. a uh, with the Gatling. Uh, isn't it? That's not with the Gatling gun. It's just, uh, yeah, that when it when that kicks off, it's like wow, this could be something amazing. And then it's just pish for the rest of the. Rest See, of I don't know. I've, I've 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 not been a fan of Zack Snyder's work at all, but I really think he's 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 kind of finding his feet now. I think yeah, I'm. I think I'm surprised. Okay. I'm literally. Oh, I, I am, mate. Can't I'm get nothing, my head around Nothing surprised me more. Than, than me quite enjoying that film. I think because it had such bad press. That's a, a, again, another classic movie quote for the poster. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> sure, read, I do. Thought it was going to be shit. Did you like all the uh, young yes. ladies? Yes, I did, yes. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. The, the, brothel. the wife and the kid were out for the evening. I it was Jenna Malone in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like Jenna Malone. Mm-mm. Do you like a bit more now? Do you like her when you're a Malone? Right. Uh, next piece of news uh, on live uh, which is the cloud gaming system it's finally got a UK release date of Yay! September the 22nd and um, I don't know I spoke to the co-founder of the company uh, a couple of days ago and it's really really interesting like do you know what it is yeah I mean we had a, a good meeting with them right uh, well I spoke to them about E3 and then after E3 as well yeah. and some of the stuff it can do is just mind blowing it's really smart yeah it basically enables you to play I know, PS3 quality games or Xbox quality games, you can play them on an iPad, for example. 
because you get uh, the game system, the online game system, which you can either plug into your telly, play on your telly, then you can stop playing on telly, pick it up and play on your iPad, and you can pop your iPad against the wall and play on the controller. So you, you can either play touchscreen if you want to, and they're doing touchscreen versions of uh, proper games, so From Dust, for example. Uh, there will be a touchscreen version of that. Uh, and if it wasn't for on live, you just wouldn't get a game of that quality on iPad. So, so you, the, can also, you can also sync your controller up with your iPad as well, right? Yeah, no, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. So if you wanted to play like an FPS, you don't have to rely on the touchscreen controls. You can use the proper controller that comes with the system. And in theory, you can stream it to your iPhone, you can stream uh, it to your desktop. Not quite there on mobile yet, but right. it's, yeah, it, it will... But if you had it's a Wi-Fi connection, right, if you connected your phone to... It, no, 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 it, it's, it, the app isn't compatible with Fine, our phone okay. at the moment. But it, it, he was saying that because uh, um, HTC are investors in the company, that mobile is the next, log- next logical step. But it will also run over 3G and eventually 4G as well. Um, like you re- uh, A one megabit connection speed is all you need, apparently, to get it running. So it's really, really smart. And it runs on a subscription service. Uh, well, that, that's part of it. Not necessarily. If you only want to kind of play demos or uh, you can spectate, uh, spectate games, that's free. So you can try out games for free. And unlike um, like if you download a game on uh, Xbox Live, you obviously have to wait for the download, which can be anywhere from you know a couple of minutes to a couple of hours, depending on the size. With on Live, it's instant. And that's the thing. You can literally try it. If you don't like it, bend it off and try something else. Uh, but then they've got a sub- flat rate subscription where you get access to 70 games and you can play them all you want for as long as you want. Um, Do you know how, that, how much that's going to be? No, the pricing hasn't been announced for UK yet. So uh, they're partnering with uh, BT. To come up that's with their preferred deals. partner, right? So you don't have to tie in with no. BT. You no. don't have to have BT. To, to but yes, yeah, basically, if you sign up through BT, you get like special deals and shit like that. But, but you can also, uh, from the way he was explaining it, rent games or buy games through online. Yeah. But the way it's also being used is like retailers... Um, because you can stick it in browsers. So if you're looking at, he was like using Red Faction as an example. In the US, there was only an Xbox 360 demo and an on live demo. So PC and PlayStation users were playing the uh, demo on, on live and then going and buying the game on PC and PlayStation 3 through GameStop or whatever. So it's really smart. And I saw one of the cool features they were talking about as well that um, if you're playing a game um, and say, uh, I don't know, you're doing a, a big boss and you want to share it with your friends you can yeah. post it on your Facebook and yes. your friends can can tune in and watch you take down this big boss on Facebook yeah I, I, it's called something it's like bragging rights or something like yeah. that but yeah you can like if you do like an amazing gaming feat you can post it socially straight away cause yeah but also there's a way that you can stream it and people can just tune in and watch yeah. you watch you playing it yeah. so um, are we are we realistically talking about the end of the console here I, I think it's the first step yeah um, like he was also saying that Obviously, because it's essentially it's just video streaming, but with mm. some kind of interactivity. Um, Would that suit Sony and Microsoft if it was the end of the console? Because obviously, you know, they, they make losses on, on the hardware for so long, and it's only the software that they really seem to make. Yeah, well, see, that's the, because all of the kind of the technical stuff is happening, I don't know, probably somewhere in Silicon Valley. I don't actually know where all it is. They keep on upgrading and making those systems better. And in terms of what the actual punt has to buy, it's naff all. Like, they're going to put on live chips in tellies and in Blu-ray players. So, essentially, you can play the games just with your telly in the same way you can watch, like, YouTube on internet-connected TV. A bit like B-Bother on Sky, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Bamboozle on Teletext. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it's... Uh, but I, but I, he sees it... The guy who created it says it's complimentary at the moment. 
So, for example, um, if you want to play demos, then you simply just you know check. You can check them out on OnLive, and there's all almost talk of uh, even talk of it happening or being integrated in PS3 and Xbox anyway. If you want to try out the demos, just hop onto OnLive, try it out instantly rather than having to wait for a download, mm-hmm. and then you can either buy the game or uh, do whatever. So it's cool. it's just accessibility. That's it. But I think we're getting uh, access soon. Very soon. Um, so um, obviously we'll be talking about it more yeah. as it happens. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll have a good play and give you a good idea yeah. of what it's all about. But um, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah, we should be getting our uh, our hands on the first UK units pretty, pretty soon. I think we're getting exclusively. So it's exciting. Let us know what you think, though. IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com. Or Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash IGNUK. Or Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Team IGNUK. Uh, so last piece of news and it's something that I'm very excited about what is it? Um, Borderlands 2 details yes. you a big Borderlands fan? I played the shit out of Borderlands 1 you a bigger fan than Stu? I love it did you finish it? no there you go I am <laughs> slightly bigger then um, yeah all the original protagonists of Borderlands will be returning for the sequel but they'll be NPCs right so you'll have new four player co-op characters okay are you sad about that? I did, no, do you know what I, the one thing I didn't actually play was co-op Right, okay. Uh, I played it as... Um, but I heard that was where the game really came alive, was in co-op, is that? Uh, but uh, Do you know what? It was really good in single player. Yeah. Um, is that because you've got no friends? Yeah, oh. that's exactly it. We could have played. Well, there you go. I've got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> you two need to get over it. And, um, that, you know, that's not where the changes end. Do you have a particular favourite gun in the first game? Oh, oh God. Out? There were so many guns. They're all, um, they've all been scrapped. Yeah, oh. but there were like hundreds of different variants if not thousands yeah. um, and I must I can't actually remember there was a certain type of setup like, of course I think it was favouring power over accuracy and rate of fire and shit like that but that's how it sum you up yeah pretty much yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> barging my way through with no sense or anything yeah. like that <laughs> so yeah they've got rid of all the guns and um, there's an entirely new arsenal in the sequel and there's a new thing they're introducing called dynamic story missions which will basically shape the narrative depending on whether you succeed or fail. Nice. So you won't have to replay the same mission. If you fail, the That's story it. will take a you know it'll fork into a different direction. But will you still have the ability to go back and uh, try the mission again if you want to succeed? I have no idea. Okay, because I'm I'm not a fan of that kind of thing. Really, you well, you want you want a perfect. If I fail, yeah, exactly, or, or at least want the option to. Like if I fuck it up, I want to be able to go back. And try again and do it. But if I get one shot at it and I screw it up, I think that's. What did know, you think annoying. of like Mass Effect Two? Then did you play Mass Effect? it. Okay. Yeah, because there's one mission which um, when I lost uh, the, um, I didn't get the loyalty of. I think it was the assassin, like the the, the creeper assassin. Yeah. And I was, and it was some f- mission where you were following him around, and and I just couldn't f- f- find out where he was going. And I, I, I lost the mission and I really wanted to go back and play it but I couldn't he's a really cool character to yeah. be on board yeah. yeah that was annoying yeah. yeah it's just like life no second chances Tom no second chance, chances chances <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> you take that yeah <laughs> yeah good point <laughs> true Cause, uh, or he's 17 even <laughs> really yeah. they're coming back they're coming back Mine's Brian good Harvey good um, but I guess we'll see some Borderlands at Gamescom next week yeah and Stu's endorsed it yes thumbs up from me yeah it's endorsed it how? People's Choice Award. Exactly. exactly. It was seamless, Tom. Wow. What's that? 
<laughs> What's that, Chris? It's Chris. really you should ask. But the People's Choice Awards are um, the chance for the readers of IGN and the visitors to Gamescom to vote for their... Vote for their <laughs> you said German. <laughs> it's in German exactly, I thought I'd get into the spirit of things. Vote for their favourite games of Gamescom. Oh, nice. And how can they do that? They can, <laughs> they can do that by... Uh, well, at the moment, on IGN, we've got 25 IGN editors who are championing their favourite game. Um, but next week, when the voting goes live, you can either do it, if you're at the show, we'll have some hot girls with iPads and you can go and press their buttons, um, or you can do it on the site. So this was... Uh, we shortlisted... Well, sorry, the whole editorial team shortlisted the 25 from all the games that could be on show yep. at Gamescom. We picked the 25 best ones, or in our eyes, the best ones, and yep. the ones that are deserving of your vote. And uh, Borderlands 2 was a very late entry into that list. It was. Do you want to hear the list? Go for it. Go for it. All right, I'll do this quickly. Assassin's Creed Revelations, Rage, Skyrim, Uncharted 3, That's Prey fair. 2, uh, Batman Arkham City, Sonic Generations, Modern Warfare 3, Battlefield 3, Borderlands 2, Bioshock Infinite, Zelda Skyward Sword, Street Fighter X Tekken, Dark Souls, Far Cry 3, Mass Effect 3, Guild Wars 2, Dance Central 2, Forza 4, Super Mario 3D Land, Diablo 3, FIFA 12, Dota 2, Little Big Planet Vita and Gears of War 3. I think you find. I think it's Diablo two. Can you say them all again, please? You got it wrong. <laughs> or, Di- or Diablo three, even. Uh, so yeah, that's the list. It's a strong list. It is a strong list. It's amazing games. Like if you are going to go uh, be at the show, then lots of shit to check out. Uh, I was championing Little Big Planet Vita, which may seem like a strange choice, but uh, someone had to, you and, liked uh, it. and I loved sack it boy. at E3. Yeah, I loved yeah. Tickle Sack Boy. Um, it's Boy, really- you love it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I love to tickle sack, boy. Um, but I personally, I thought it was the most in- most innovative of the games out there. And I'll probably get uh, shot down for that. But um, it's a whole new console. It's got a whole new innovative, uh, new uh, control system. Just think it's a really great little game. So uh, that's what I'm championing. What game oh. are you championing? I'm championing FIFA. And I'm championing it because I think it is the true people's choice because it breaks down the barriers between co-op and casual. Uh, casual and hardcore, even. Co-op and casual. Co-op and casual, yeah. I like it. What are you championing? I am championing... Uh, Ing, Forza 4. Why is that, Alex? Is it because they Jeremy took Clarkson you to... Because uh, <laughs> they took him to the fucking top of your truck and let him drive around on a Lamba fucking Gini. Do you know what it is? It's a fucking great driving game. Simple as that. Yeah. Better than uh, GT uh, Gran Turismo? I, um, do you know what? I, I prefer games that are a little bit more... Um, like the uh, barrier to entry for GT is just a bit too it high is, for me. yeah. I just want a game that's fun, and Forza is definitely that. How does so, it compare to something like Need for Speed? Uh, it's not as arcadey, obviously. Um, but, you know, the, the way uh, that the developer described it is that they wanted... In the same way that Top Gear is, you know, a, car, a program about cars, but you don't need to be into cars to um appreciate it that's what they're trying to do with the game they want it to be um oh god i can't remember what the phrase was but anyway people who like cars will hopefully be into the game and gamers will hope it will hopefully get games oh, i like cars. cars i like this game just like that <laughs> I think. what did you think of the uh what did you think of the wireless steering wheel uh it was good after a while like it took a bit of uh, a while to get used to it um but it's the same with like any kind of um controller where you're kind of using motion uh, if there's nothing if there's no feedback it's really hard to kind of get a, an idea of how far you're steering or whatever yeah but i still think it's better than using um little joy pads don't you it was yeah there was a lot more kind of salt control over the cornering like if you if it was a gentle curve it was much better to do it on the kind of the wheel than it was on a stick yeah do you think we'll ever get to a point when cars have joy pads instead of steering wheels inside no move on <laughs> <laughs> is there a film where that happened is it um, iRobot or 
No. Uh, well, the Aldi. Silly, yeah, silly film like that. Anyway. Minority Report? Uh, Gamescom, so we're all going next week, right? Yeah. Well, no. No, you're not. No, so no. you are championing the game, aren't you, Chris? Which one are you championing? Yeah, Gears of War 3. Why are you championing that? Well, I fucking love it. You fucking love Gears of War. You like chainsaws. Yeah. yeah. And locusts. Yeah. No, everyone, everyone's going to be at Gamescom while I'm back in the office. Not going to Lucasfilm. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I got invited to Skywalker Ranch and then I couldn't go because I had to hold down the floor. Sad though. That's the dream for a little a little kid who wants to be a film journalist one day. Shattered. Little five-year-old me. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a film critic and I want to go to Skywalker Ranch. Dressed in your Stormtrooper outfit. I've got the invite. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, can I go? No. Stay here. Be a twat. <laughs> Sad times. Although I am actually tomorrow, I'm going to be interviewing C3PO and Boba Fett. Hey, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> almost as good. Not quite. Are you going to ask him? Oh, I don't know. Oh, we should put up on Twitter. Ah, we should do. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, what what what's our presence going to be at Gamescom? We've got everyone's going to be there, right? Uh, pretty much everyone. Most people from the UK office will be there. Obviously, we've got a lot of US guys over. Cam from the Australian office will be there. It's going to be shits and giggles. German team. Yes. Yeah, we'll Those hang out with them. Yep. Uh, so we'll be hopefully getting a look at a lot of these games that are on the list. So yeah, yeah. be all the people that we like from IGN, some of the people we don't like. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Do you want to name, <laughs> name, <laughs> name the people names? you don't like? No, I don't need to. I'm not going to be there. Uh, <laughs> but no, it should be fun. And if you see any of us, then yeah, say hi. And you'll get um, some very special Gamescom po- podcasts while we're there. Yes. Yeah. So in the same way... Um, we did a daily podcast from E3. That's the plan from Gamescom. So um, we'll mix it up. Won't be the same few people, but we'll try and get as many people on there as possible, including some of our international counterparts. And what's happening with the main podcast next week? It's just going to be little ones from Gamescom. Just baby ones. Yeah. yeah. Which and would lead nicely into Podcast 100, obviously, mm, the week yeah. after. Uh, we've never been, Daniel? I've never been. No, I've never even I've been, been to Germany. I've been to, Ger- I've been to Berlin once. Have you? Right. I've heard it's like stepping back into the 80s in Germany. Mm. It might be offending <laughs> a lot of people out there. <laughs> Can you bring me back a sausage? What kind? Curry first. Curry first. Yes. Rat first. Yes, please. Both. All them. Cologne's okay. a nice city, though. Cologne's really nice. I've there. heard that. Yeah. yeah. Do we get what to see much of Cologne? Or the are we... amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um. Well, it depends how much you got to write up. Okay. Do your writing. Do it quickly. You get to see Cologne. I get, to, I get yeah. to see that's, that's your incentive. Okay. Can you buy me some Cologne? Okay. Yeah. Are we yeah. having a? Yeah. Uh, are we going to have a party or a meet and greet a or anything? Party? Pom pom. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> you, no. <laughs> pom pom party. Um, <laughs> Sounds a bit worrying. All right. Well, we'll put a shout out on Facebook. If anyone's going to Gamescom, then maybe we'll do a little meet and greet at some point. Because um, I know there's a lot of our UK uh, friends and uh, followers who you are. You won't going, be sober so. for long anyway, so I won't worry. Yeah. I'm not drinking in Germany. Why? Because I've heard about their beer. What's wrong with it? Too big. What? Not in Cologne. No? No, they, they, in Cologne, the speciality is Kolsch, which comes in 0.2 uh, silliliter thingies. Mm. Um, and are they like 18% or something? No, no, no. It's just no. like uh, Pilsner or something like that. Right. But it's literally a mouthful. Right. It's like a, a, a moosh-boosh or whatever it's called of, of lager. <laughs> you just sling it down. 
So you know how quickly I drink. It's literally like racking up and going bang, 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 bang. Do we know how quickly you drink after last week's podcast? I think we do, yeah. Do you know what? When I was you listening too back as well, to though. Yeah. I don't think... There's no pims left. I didn't think it was anywhere near as bad as... At least I wasn't booming Krupa. His voice was just like, who was doing what? <laughs> to me? You're booming Krupa. Booming Krupa. Booming Krupa. I was boomed. Yeah, you were. Boom. Broom um, broom. So bringing it back to Gamescom one more time. So we're obviously we're championing our own games, but was there any games you're particularly looking forward to getting your hands on that we didn't get I'm, at E3? Well, I didn't really play Vita that much at uh, um, E3, so um, looking forward to playing a bit more of that. But I must admit, Borderlands too. Yeah. Because um, obviously that wasn't at E3. Very excited by that. Uh, I'm going to say I'm really looking forward to I really want to get my hands on Uncharted 3. Played a bit of multiplayer at E3, but it wasn't single player, so I'm hoping they yeah. might have something there other than that. Um, I hope it's in Battlefield, which I missed out on at E3 and as well. also, and this goes against everything I've probably said in the last six months, I'm really quite excited about Modern Warfare 3 now. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Really? I know. What's changed? Uh, well, I, I played a bit of the Spec Ops mode at E3, and then the trailer for that has just come out again. And I've just replayed Modern Warfare 1. And you can't deny that the, the shooting mechanic is tight as you like. You can't. So There's nothing um, quite like the snapping on that headshot and just... Yeah. Pow. It's you know fast and it's sharp and yeah again I'm sure well I hope not but you know this, it's all in the storyline for me so you know and we've seen very little on that yeah but I am excited by it cool Danny K um Batman yeah new Batman for, um, gameplay I think I've played as Catwoman I've played as Batman I just want to see a bit more of Gotham City I think yeah they've only shown a very sort of small section of it again, the same thing over and over again but um, there is a trip to Rocksteady coming up soon to see more of it what? which is very exciting Ooh. we've just started playing Arkham City again yes. Arkham Asylum even yeah not together not together we no. don't live together or anything like that that'd be, that'd nice. be awkward <laughs> yeah wouldn't it I don't know make for a good sitcom you can have Cooper <laughs> sit on your lap while you play a game could do couldn't I you call it yeah. groom then boom you groom and boom <laughs> <laughs> that's weird yeah <laughs> what about you Tom I've just said. What did Uncharted you say? and Battlefield. Oh, yes, you said yeah. that. Yeah, it's all about the threes for me. So, um, what are you, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, moving on, let's look at the games that are coming out uh, while we're in Germany. Uh, well, there's only one, as far as I'm aware, in terms of um, video games, and that's Xenoblade Chronicles, which is coming out on Wii and obviously exclusive to Europe. But apparently, if it performs well in Europe, then it might actually go to North America. So. Am I right in thinking there's only one person on the podcast who cares about it and she's not here? Yeah. yeah. When they say <laughs> performs well in Europe, do they mean sells more than five copies? Uh, well, sells more an X number than copy. I don't know how many right, copies okay. they're looking at, but um, I, I just, you know, I just think if they're already doing it in Europe and it's already translated to English, then why wouldn't you do it in America? It's a good publicity stunt, though. Yeah, it's a good way to get people th- talking about the game. Yeah, it's got us talking about it. Yeah, but yeah, we've had like we don't even care, <laughs> like Rich George, who uh, heads up the Nintendo Channel in the US, has basically been pleading for everyone in the UK to go and buy it so they get it in the US. So if he pays me, I will. Yeah, people can buy a load, Rich. Yeah. Uh, what about movies? Lots of movie action happening, actually. Um, we didn't get too much of it last week, so we'll do it this week. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is out this week, which is uh, some people's favourite film of the summer. Me, in particular. Tom. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. And it's everyone wicked. I tell this goes, nah. It's wicked. And sneer, but I, until you see it, you don't know. It's because the trailer is so bad, isn't yeah, it? The trailer is yeah. awful. And also, it must be, what, the seventh, eighth Planet of the Apes films? Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know exactly, but... Um, yeah, but I don't, title I don't as well. there's yeah. a huge amount of knowledge of the old films from 
yeah. your audience. I don't yeah. think that's a problem. I mean, if they saw the Tim Burton one, that's the problem. Yeah. There's too many uh, of these in the title, isn't there? There is. There really is. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and also I think it, once you get... you. You're not sure how the monkeys, because you know you see them in the CG monkeys in the trailer, and you're thinking, "Oh, that's a bit odd." But it takes about five minutes to get used to how they look and how they mm. act, and 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 they really become believable. The the main monkey, um, the main ape, Caesar, really. Yeah, there's there's real passion behind the eyes, and I think it's. I was um, say it really touches you, but yeah, that's a different movie altogether. <laughs> but I think it's, it's the first movie bubbles. since Avatar that's really done um, has managed to get past that sort of glassy eye thing that every CGI movie suffers with. Uh, Avatar did it fine. You always believe they were. Well, I personally always saw the the emotion and uh, the apes in this. Really, they have it. Even the ones that aren't clever apes, you really understand what they're thinking about and how Is it, it works. Like James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> Is it performance capture? Yeah, yeah mocap. Uh, 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 yeah. Of course, it's ACL. Yeah. yeah, he loves the go to guy. Yeah. You know what? He should just tattoo himself blue with little dots. All <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he should do. <laughs> King Kong finally gets his revenge. Um, <laughs> and it's good to see it's been a big hit in the States as well because I think it was a bit of an unknown quantity but it made $50 million which great it's good and hopefully it'll do the same here but also it's not on our little list but Project Nim is out this week mm. which is um, a documentary um, did you watch it Stu? I haven't watched it yet um, about a monkey in the 70s who was adopted by a family um, in the States and they tried to teach the monkey sign language and uh, it did seem to learn, really, and it became super intelligent. And then it's quite sad what happened to the monkey after that. Sounds and like it's Bigfoot a- and the Hensons. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite a similar story to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So a good companion page. You think you could it's do a brilliant. double bill? You, you could literally watch them as a double bill. I'd watch Nim first. Yeah. And then that's the one with a sad ending, whereas Planet of the Apes has the happy ending. If uh, you're supporting the monkeys. If you're supporting the monkeys, yeah. Which, which uh, you should be by the end of the film. Yeah. It's not their fault. Not their fault. So yeah, that's our, that's this week, and then next week we have Cowboys and Aliens coming out, which we were all a bit meh. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm keeping my. We've spoken about the podcast already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just didn't make much sense. Well, I put pe- people off too much. I think they should no, go out and see right. it themselves. More than anything, I was just expecting a very different type of film from the trailer. I was expecting a big summer blockbuster, but it was actually more had more of the tempo of a. Western, mm. yeah, it's kind of slow and it was kind of it's a bit ruminative. more serious, yeah, and it was episodic as well. It's not like it just came, kind of went from one scenario to the other. Yeah, it was just it was just a Western, occasionally punctuated by aliens appearing and then buggering yeah. off. And they were a bit rubbish as well, weren't they? A little pedo, <laughs> little <arms>. hands. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to keep quiet. And there you are, just laying the boot you. in. It's fine though. Cavazos is fine. Yeah, and the in betweens is coming out on the same day, um, which we haven't seen because they don't want to screen it for critics. So. Uh, we'll be seeing it the night before it comes out so review will go live hopefully the next day do you think that's of concern that they're not screening it or? no no that that uh, specific company just tends not to screen for critics right. early uh, I guess you never know with a British comedy if it's not being screened you it, always it fear the be, worst it could be Kevin and Perry go large or it could be Holiday on the Buses I've, I've got high hopes for it I, like I said I was on the set yeah. uh, back in March it's a pretty sort of straightforward formula isn't it yeah I can't see how they'll go that wrong I just guess it might go on for a bit but if they can yeah. keep it under 80 minutes which will do I think I watched two episodes back to back last night they were on Channel 4 and that was fine and yeah. I could have happily watched a third episode yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and the, the trailer looks really funny as well so. were you ankle deep in clunge while you watched it but <laughs> what I want to know he's not saying I'm no that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I watch telly why <laughs> um, <laughs> he wears them like slippers <laughs> you your set visit will be on the site by now yeah um, you 
you say in the set visit that there's a big cameo in it. Yes. Do you know who it is? No, the guy would not tell me. Ah. Yeah, he was like, there's a huge cameo in uh, in the club scene, um, but I can't tell you it's it. It's me. I was in the club scene. Was it? I, I was an extra. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant! Imagine if that was the Megaton. Yeah, that's Daniel Creeper. Okay. Do you think you'd be on camera at point in the movie? Um, I hope not. Okay. Well, something happens in the scene that I I was involved with, and I I just don't think it'll make it into the movie. Right. Mm, It's a bit too rude. Interesting. Maybe you can reveal that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Once it's come out. Yeah. Did you have sign an NDA so you're not allowed to talk about it? Right. But yeah, there's. Plus, a, we don't want spoilers. No, no, no of course, for anyone to see. There, there's a cameo. He wouldn't tell me who it was because apparently there was been a lot of leaks offset. But um, Theo Walcott asked for a, uh, a cameo, I think, uh, and I kind of suspect it might be some footballer. Yeah, but, um, it's got to be Rio Ferdinand, isn't it? It'd be amazing it's if it was Rio. Be him DJing or yeah, that would be good. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll know more of that next week, I guess. Mm, definitely. Um, but yeah, lots of interesting films. I still think Rio Ferdinand looks like John Turturro. <laughs> That's, a wit- that's tenuous, man. Do you not think so? No. no. Maybe there's something there. I don't... Right. Let's ponder no. for a moment. <laughs> right, let's move on to listener FU. Who's up? Uh, I've got some FU. Uh, obviously, Chris was saying that we got some emails asking about our welfare because there's been a lot of writing in London this week and Alex Holloway emailed in to find out if we were all right. Um, he said, and I mean... And he asks if we're okay, and he doesn't mean whether or not we've got new plasma TVs or not. <laughs> uh, Elijah also emailed in asking what our opinions are on the riots, and then uh, David Trevino also wanted to make sure that we were okay and suggested we lock ourselves in the podcast room until it all blows over. Good idea. Got myself mm. some nice new trainers. <laughs> um, I, to be honest, I blame video games. Uh, well, <laughs> funnily enough, the next bit of feedback has a suggestion. Yeah, um, this is from Craig Dobson. He says, Hi, um, IGN UK. Do you think the lack of um, games over the summer resulted in rising tension with the Workshire causing them to riot? (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Um, Daily Mail headline should read, We need more games. (laughs) Yeah. Brilliant. I don't think it's Daily Mail's going to be championing video games no. anytime, anytime no. soon. Wouldn't have thought so. I'm sure they're blaming them right now. Well, yeah. So Chris, yeah. did you have any it was crazy on the radio. riot experiences? Uh, there was a bit of trouble on Balam Tube's station yeah. tracks, but that was about it, really. But yeah, I'm from Croydon and I live in Clapham, so I saw there was a lot going on. You were the ringleader. Did I you felt like they were after me. <laughs> yeah, you were on Blackberry <laughs> Messenger was, all the time. Yeah. Fo- they were following me round. Come on, brothers. You know, the Mail on Sunday sometimes gives away three episodes of Inspector Mortis. It'd be great if it was GTA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Sunday. DLC. Yeah. Yeah. The riot, uh, yeah. Um, but Clapham got smashed up proper. Like, yeah, I can do Clapham Junction. And smashed and up proper, man. Like. Well, yeah. I, but I, it's I, weird, because I came through, and then literally it was two hours later, it was on the TV that it was burning. I was like, it was bare burning. It was bare well, burning. You, you, know, you know how much I like to dress up for a fancy dress party? Yeah. Is that, that your was, shop? That, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's that was the my shop, shop they used to use. shop loads, yeah. I mean, it's the shop by Clapham Junction, so people cut. It's one of the best ones in London, so people come to Clapham to go there. So that's quite sad. And the Sony warehouse got burnt down. It did, yeah. So it was Enfield, was it? Yeah, Yeah. I think it it was a warehouse for like Blu-rays and DVDs. I I think we're only from people in the industry that I know, we're just hearing the repercussions from that about how it's going to affect a lot of the small film distributors. Yeah, right. A lot of the indie uh, record labels as well, like Domino, a lot of their stock was in there. I reckon there's probably... Robbed a Banks label, I think, was was in there. And it's still burning, apparently. Robbed a warehouse, you mean? Well, a friend of mine has got a CD out at the moment and uh, apparently they've all gone they've all been burnt um, really? but I guess for people who are out there who have, maybe haven't sold a lot of games or movies it's probably a good thing well, they've just come up in smoke <laughs> yeah. came on the insurance yeah. mm. 
do you think? I don't know. I don't really know how that works. I don't but think it's been a positive on that. Oh, okay. Uh, Robin Campbell's written in, uh, Dear Pod People, seeing as there was quite a bit of confusion as to what Swagger Jagger meant on your last podcast, yes. I thought it my duty as a young person of the UK to write in and enlighten you. What it means, in simple terms, is that Cher Lloyd is a bit of a c- Beep. <laughs> yeah, I think Keza was uh, confused last week, wasn't she? Well, I think I, I don't know what it means. It's it's actually Swagger Jacker, and she's uh, taking it to mean swag, Swagger Jagger. And someone steals your style, they're a Swagger Jacker. Right, okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, is this right. bit, is that slightly harsh on Cher Lloyd? I don't particularly like her, but. I think it's a to call ping her a, single bruv. To call her a C Number word is a bit tough. I think she's awful. I didn't call her oh, a C word. demotic. To be yeah. fair, it was, it was Rob <laughs> off of Middlesbrough that called her a c- not me. Yeah, I like her. Uh, I've got an email from... Who likes her? Who said that? I did. I think she's got swagger. Fuck off. Uh, email from Just Matt Alsop. Uh, he asked, do you think IGN should make a magazine? I would certainly read it and I bet a lot of other people would do. No, I don't. Do you want to expand on why? Well, why? When you've got all of the stuff on IGN on the in- on that day internet. True. Do you want to just print it off and put it in print it out? <laughs> I'll stay put. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Like a That's a great idea, Matt. Go to your favourite page of IGN, print them out and staple them together. Hey, don't diss Matt. He's a reader. I'm not. I'm giving him an option because I can't ever see that we'll do a magazine. So I'm giving him the option to make a magazine of what we already do. Am I right in thinking, though, there was once an IGN magazine? No. Haven't I seen one on the site with scans from pages? Do we not mock one the, up as a stunt? I, 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 it's, I'm 99.9% sure there's never been one. But what, also, wasn't it part of a print offshoot originally? I could be... No, 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 that's two separate questions. Didn't we once produce a magazine and also originally wasn't a print offshoot? What was the print offshoot? All right, I'm going to find these and, and share them. Right, okay. um, yeah. so we, should, we could, though, because we could put cassettes on the front of them with games. We could. <laughs> that would work. Floppy discs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember those floppy singles you'd get on the yeah. front of Flexi discs? discs. Flexi yeah. discs. Yeah. Do some of them. Um, I have some feedback from Josh Ball. And he says, <laughs> don't laugh. He says, hello to everyone in their comfy IGN office seats. Seeing as though nothing's been said on the podcast about this, why weren't you all at the Tekken Blood Vengeance event? I met Sad Dan, which I suppose was good enough, only joking, Well, the rest of you guys didn't take part in the event. Why? There was an open bar, for God's sake. Looking forward to more info on the 100th podcast. So why weren't we there? Dan was there. It's just one of those things is that, unfortunately, we've got busy kind of schedules and calendars, um, and so therefore, we can't always make it along to everything. Yeah, we have got busy schedules and I wish we could have come down, but um, there, you do have the opportunity to come and hang out with us at Podcast 100, so uh, there is your chance. Um, but uh, you do get to hang out with Dan. We don't even get to hang out with Dan. He's too busy. Most of the Way time. too busy. Um, so, yeah, send, oh, I think, um, yeah. I don't there know. are rumours that Kilby might appear at Podcast 100. Yes. Rumours. Rumours. Mm, I'll say no more. They're in the tabloids at the moment, aren't they? Yes, they are. Alex, you want to inform the listeners what I've just shown you on the so iPad? I was right that there was never an IGN magazine, so that's good to know. That's not true. No, it's not true. Uh, apparently, uh, according to this thing that Tom found, uh, November 2nd, 2001, IGN did make a print magazine that you could only order through online, which is a bit retarded, if you ask me. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're online, then why, why are you not just looking at the it's website? for it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. They're an address. Uh, uh, I don't know how you do it. Seven dollars ninety nine. That's an expensive. We should we should quiz we should quiz uh, our MD is out from the states this week. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's the oracle of IGN. He knows everything. We yeah. should quiz him on this. 
you know what? We should put forward Matt's question to to the MD and find out. Will there ever be an IGN magazine? That's a great idea. Yeah, we'll yeah. come back with an answer. Yeah, next week we'll, we'll let you know, Matt. The official party line. Party right, pom-pom? next bit Next bit of feedback is from Gerard or Gerard. Hi, guys. Keep up the good work. Can't wait for Podcast 100. Um, following on from your question asked a while back about the longest time it's taken to complete a game, I was wondering what games have taken you the shortest time to complete or even a game that's ended and you thought, no, could have played that for a lot longer. Hmm. Mine would have been Sunset Riders on the Super NES. Wow. Completed it in two hours. Really? Yeah, apparently. Good going. And oh, I, mean, I thought that was you actually saying Oh, no, no. This is Gerard right. and his brother. Um, and do we have a pin for Belfast? I think we do. It's hard to tell. We've got five dots over the UK and Ireland, and it's completely covered. We, we didn't figure out the, the scale on this map. Well. <laughs> it's fine. It was a world map. We know, you, we know we've got listeners here, but um, yeah. Uh, so short games, was that about? Yeah, well, what game is you've completed in a really short amount of time and you've kind of thought, oh God, I could have played that for a lot longer? I, don't know, I, can't, I mentioned it the other week, anyway. um, but James Bond Bloodstone, I think when, once that got to the end, although it wasn't a great game, yeah. I felt I could have played more of it. Right. Because it had a really good conclusion. And, uh, I always thought Gears like, of War has been really short. Yeah. <clears throat> but they always say it's going to be 12 hours, but I can always do it in about six or seven. Yeah. So I've played it through multiple times and on hardcore, so it lasts about 15 hours. Yeah. But you, Alex. Did you get that? I yeah. can't we'll think, subtitle it. I can't think of any <laughs> games that were, you know, ridiculously short. Not off the top of my head. What was that one you played the other week? Captain, Captain America. America. Was, but I did that like five hours. Yeah. yeah, but also I don't think you would want to go back to that, would you? No, not at all. No. Duck Hunt. What'd you call him? <laughs> um, uh, I've got an email uh, unless Tom have you got any suggestions for no them? no that was it but I'm a lot bit interested to hear what l- listeners think yeah, about absolutely. games that are too short obviously we talk about games being too long yeah um, but yeah send your emails to ignukfeedback at ign.com same with movies what movies are too short doesn't happen very often <laughs> good shout yeah. good shout yeah uh, email from Chris Stewart who started listening to the podcast a while back but then moved to Germany for a new job working at Nintendo uh, doesn't speak a word of German uh, just a tiny place to live for a few months and on the first lonely evenings before he started work he kept himself entertained by listening to us it's nice isn't it? do you know there are better ways to keep yourself entertained <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, made a terrible mistake of <laughs> listening to your summer <laughs> carry on podcasting <laughs> your summer jived. spectacular whilst at work yesterday I don't think my guffaws and chuckles were appreciated by my colleagues in the near silent testing area at work also he's a tester at Nintendo what are you testing at the moment Chris let us know uh, although you did make what was rather a dreary day in something much more interesting or maybe it's not a particularly good where's game his, where's his pin going so his pin is going in Frankfurt on Main in Germany great and it will mm. make him feel validated did everyone listen back to the summer podcast yes no, I'm going to listen oh, to it this Frankfurt. weekend I've seen it hang on yeah um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think oh, I thought it was quite funny yeah, I thought it was really funny yeah Sorry well, if, you, if it's the first li- podcast you've ever listened to. I think it's yeah. a bit well, more representative. Uh, I think someone did kind of criticise it for being not much games chat, but it only happens once a year. It would have been a busman's holiday. Mm. Yeah. If we talked about games. But the, the one Is thing the that- IGN UK podcast about games, though? Really? Yes. Well, there's a lot Is of game stuff on it. This week, there's been a lot of gaming stuff. Yeah, but I mean generally. It's entertainment, isn't yeah. it? Games and, and, and what games are entertainment. Yeah. The one thing that, as I say, keeps saying... I'm the thing that came uh, out of the uh, summer spectacular was was booming creeper. Booming creeper. It was like really? he it was sat in my ears. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I have the last bit of feedback here from Evan Baxter. He says, "Hello, IGN UK podcast folks. A little over a year ago, I listened to my very first episode of the IGN UK podcast as I packed up to move out of my house. 
in that episode, I remember someone eating a lasagna sandwich. Oh, mm. lasagna. Yeah. 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 The good yeah. old days. Uh, he found himself recently with a bit of leftover spinach and artichoke white lasagna and some Italian bread and decided to make himself a le- vegetarian oh. sandwich. Oh, that sounds cool. Oh, I've got a semi. Uh, he took some pictures, but I couldn't print them out. But um, oh. yeah, it looked really good. So uh, that sounds... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good uh, to hear about the uh, lasagna sandwich still living on. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You can't get it in Tesco's anymore. But his sounds much at, nicer. I looked at the pictures that he sent and it did look really good. It did look good. I've not yeah. thought of actually doing it for real. That yeah. would be lovely, wouldn't it, if you made yourself a nice lasagna? Yeah, maybe we'll do that yeah. and uh, bring like, one in. Like more so than getting a whole like, pre-processed yeah. one. Yeah, making some bread as well. And, Don't uh, use that fucking word. Artisan. It's one thing guaranteed to piss me off is when people talk about artisan bread. I'm an artisan baker. Fuck off. You make loaves. Now go fucking jog on. You make artisan videos. No, I don't. I just oh. make videos. He makes average videos. Artisan. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Is that not annoying? Just to paint a mental image, Stu's gone red and has ripped his shirt off. He has gone very red. <laughs> Oops, he's dropping his pants as well. Someone's going to get bummed. Evans <laughs> uh, <laughs> Baxter says, Can you put a pin in for Northern New York? Because he's from New York's North Country. And so, as a request, can everyone who emails in next week uh, ask artisan questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, I think that's it pretty much for this week's mm. podcast. Uh, obviously, uh, next week's podcast will be coming live from Germany. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, without Chris. Tossers. Sorry, Chris. It's all right. Uh, and without Stu as well, because yeah. you're not coming either. Nope. Can't, can't get through. Just sending loads of questions for me that they won't be able Germany. to answer. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to join us for IGN UK podcast at number 100, and why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Send an email to ukcomps at IGN.com with the subject line podcast 100. Yeah. Tell us who you are, your date of birth. still got more exciting stuff to come in terms of announcements. On there is some 100. amazing stuff that we still have to announce. And also, oh, this week we announced the free insert coins t-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so do we know how many of those are we having? Uh, well, at the moment, we're looking at 100 people, so I don't know whether it's going to be the first 100 through the door or whatever, but um, we're hoping that you know everyone who turns up gets one. And you um, do want to get through the door as early as you can. Absolutely. Because there's loads of cool stuff happening right from the get-go, Yep. Uh, yep. as well as Nintendo Disco, as well loads as the of giveaways and podcast, and loads of stuff. As well as so. Street Passing. Um, but yeah, thanks to the guys at Insert Coin Tees. Yeah. Their t-shirts are and Well, they'll be down there as well, so you yeah. can give them a big slap on the back. Chris, yeah. are you arranging the Soggy Biscuit competition? <laughs> yep. Brilliant. Bring one right now. Oh. Oh, that's just made me think of something. And yeah. that salty note. When I was a bit drunk at Big Chill, I met some lads in the toilet <laughs> and they were talking about sneaky nuts. This another toilet story. They did sneaky nuts for me. These four lads. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. You're assuming that everyone knows what sneaky nuts I thought we talked about it before. What, I, that's that's from Angry Boys. Yeah. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Anyway, Google it, people, and I'll... Don't, don't Google it. No, I would say don't Google it. <laughs> anyway, uh, on that bollock, it's the end of this week's podcast. And, uh, well, we'll see you uh, live from Germany next Arvida week. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. 
New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.